Growler Media presents Joe vs. the Minute. Welcome back to another episode of Joe vs. the Minute. We are taking you to the volcano one minute of screen time per episode. I am Tierney Steele, and once again, we are a jarfless podcast. I know, I know, it's painful, but I am thrilled to be joined by two amazing guests. Jim and Nancy, a.k.a. The Captain. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having us on again. It's uh, it's a wonderful time to be here, especially... Uh, now, Tierney, I got to ask you a question. Are you left-handed or right-handed? I am left-handed. Well, that's oh, three lefties okay. on board today. Hey! No, I was kind of wondering where that question was going. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I think I had to, had to come up with a lefty question simply because we just find out that uh, Meg Ryan, in, in, her, in her incarnation in this... In this character is a lefty. Oh, she's wearing her watch on her right wrist. That's true. Maybe that's why I identified so strongly ah. with her. <laughs> so, for those who don't know, Patricia's awake. This is minute eighty, which starts with Joe passing out on the raft. He is awoken by Patricia, and it ends with them rising to their feet as they approach the island of Waponi Woo. This is a huge minute. So Joe passes out conveniently at that moment or soon after. Meg, uh, Patricia wakes up, so nobody dies because that would be a bummer of a movie. And yeah. Isn't her hair spectacular for somebody who's been stuck in a raft? I was thinking the same thing. Mm -hmm. She just had it blown out. And it's that sea breeze, I guess. (laughs) She she gave me very unrealistic expectations for what I would look like as a (laughs) grown-up. Absolutely, daughter. You're right. She looks. I did not put that together, but you're right. Her bracelet, her watch, all on her right hand, on her right wrist. Yeah. So she's a she's a lefty. She's a southpaw there. So uh, I mean, it's it's one of those things that when you're left-handed, that's you mm-hmm. notice that along with having the blue smear on your pinky and your left ring fingers, you're writing it unless you're unless you write like uh, like the captain does. She always does the. Uh, the overhand crawl. Oh, I do the overhand, but ah. I still I still get the ink on. It's just on the bottom part of my hand instead of on my pinky. Ah, gotcha. I, I'm still dragging my hand across the page. It's just a little offset from the way you do it. Yeah, well, I'm getting better at it though. I've, <laughs> my my Chris my Christmas present for my wife was uh, among other things she got me a penmanship book because I am always embarrassed by my lousy penmanship. Yes, you please explain that you specifically stated that you wanted a penmanship book I, that you were planning to buy yourself a penmanship book. I didn't just randomly say here take this because your handwriting's awful. It was <laughs> it wasn't my no idea. No one would blame you if you I had. said. I said, dear, I wrote, dear Santa, but Santa couldn't read the letter. And that was the problem. So I had to tell my yeah, wife. There you uh, go. Yeah, no, I'm a, I'm a page turner. I put my notebooks perpen- almost perpendicular oh, and wow. write that way, which I just because when I was growing up uh, at school, you would always get the, the pencil smudge. I mean, yes. that was a constant and three ring binders. Yes, yes, they're not yeah, built for... A spiral notebook, yeah, it's inconvenient, but you're going to be fine. The three-ring binders were my downfall. I use uh, I use spiral notebooks backwards. I start with the back cover, and I write only on the left-hand side of the page. Now, did either of you go through a phase where you did the Da Vinci writing? 
where you write backwards? I could not do that. I have been going through a thing where I'm training myself to write right-handed as well as left-handed. And I didn't think it was possible, but I am now almost as proficient with my right hand as I am with my left hand. I, yeah, but I, you've you've been very good with your right hand all along. You're close to ambidextrous. You're, I am you're the, you're completely, I have 0% coordination in my right hand. I can't do anything with it. So if I ever broke my left hand, I won't be able to do anything. It's just wouldn't happen. I can, yeah, I have some, it would look terrible. You would be able to like kind of make out what I was Maybe. going for. Now, now, Tierney, do you do the mirror writing? Do you do that, that Da Vinci style? Can you do that? Yeah, I haven't done it in a while, but in high school, I actually could take notes that way. I got that like used to writing that way Um, because I took Italian all four years of high school. And I remember freshman year being like, that's really cool. And yeah, by the time I was a senior, I could just I could just sit there and just write that way. Just mirror writing (laughs) with my left hand. (laughs) In my in my sordid past as a bartender and uh, and as a waiter, we used to, I used to work in one of those restaurants where kind of like at um oh what's it macaroni, macaroni grill, grill. Or, yeah yep. where where they hand out crayons and stuff and mm-hmm. and you basically when you're the when you're the waiter at the table you write your name upside down you know my name is Jim and I would I couldn't write my name upside down with a crayon. <laughs> um, so that's always a, it, because a capital J looks like a small letter F. So once you learn that, then it's really easy yeah. to, to sign it out. Yeah, that's the thing. Now I have to think about it. So it's weird, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, we have very specific skills, but they're good ones. <laughs> yeah. now, what kind of bottle is that? The green bottle? I do not recognize the brand. Uh, it is, it looks, it's supposed to be the Perrier bottle. I don't remember Perrier looking like that particular shape of bottle because Perrier had a rather like kind of like the old Michelob bottles. They, it had, Perrier had a rather unique bottle style. I just didn't remember. That one looks more like a cat in a dry, the old 32 ounce bottle, but I don't know. No, I just I just assumed it was Perrier and I wasn't yeah. remembering how it used to look back in the day. Or earlier on the raft, it definitely was. Oh, yeah, yeah. But this one looks like it's almost this a screw one. top. Hmm. So just a puzzler. I do like the contrast of Joe ever so carefully pouring it into the capsule and tipping that to her yep. lips, and she just puts the bottle to <laughs> yeah. his mouth. Yes, glug, glug, glug. <laughs> Drink up, Joe. <laughs> Gosh, and her eyeliner is perfect after 14 days on the on the raft. That's just mm-hmm. For those who ship Pagmar, Jim, and <laughs> you have not been... Uh, You've not been exposed to this yet, but in grand Star Wars Minute tradition, we have come up with a whole backstory that I don't think John Patrick Shanley ever intended, but now I will choose to believe the rest of my life. At least Dagmar was in love with Patricia. Ah, okay. Possibly at some point Patricia was in love with Dagmar. Hmm. (laughs) What form that love took... Look, I'm sure we've all read the Iliad. There are many forms of love in different ways between employers and women who sail the boat. Uh, <laughs> this is the minute where Patricia finds out. I mean, I'm guessing she woke up and figured out that the boat went down, but that yeah. they are the only two survivors. And so those who are emotionally invested in Pagmar will enjoy watching her face and drawing from that what they will. Uh. Okay. I was going over like the Zapruder film, like what are her eyebrows doing? What are they saying? (laughs) How does she really feel? The classic (laughs) signaling, yes. Uh, As they, yeah. 
<laughs> she's just glaring at the wine dark sea i guess it's just um <laughs> wow uh oh, okay now wait now i gotta now i gotta rewatch the movie <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah. <laughs> with that in mind i came down on the side of Maybe something happened, but she just like maybe she loves Dagmar, but trying to be with Dagmar made her realize that she only had romantic love, sexual love for men, and that is why she was so ready to fall in love with Joe at a moment's notice. Uh, <laughs> Joe represented everything in her life that she wasn't. He he wasn't. She wasn't unemployed. She wasn't wanting she wasn't uh dissatisfied well she they were both dissatisfied with their lives yeah that was hmm. there's also been a lot of talk of when did they fall in love why did they fall in love other than it's a tom hanks meg ryan movie and they are tom hanks and meg ryan that's my explanation for it yeah yeah but he had two other meg ryans to fall in love with and he didn't yeah what was it about this meg ryan Hmm. (laughs) it just has a thing about blondes it's Um, well, wow. maybe he he had changed. He was not the same man he was when the movie started. He was ready to fall in love. Mm, or you could blame the brain cloud. I'm not sure. Uh, that too. This movie gives us a lot to work with. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm interested in the in the conceit as, as as we're as we're getting you know after the uh, after the raft scene when he's when he's waking up and explaining the the disastrous end for Dagmar and company. There's a conceit of, that we usually see with a with a infinity figure binoculars but in here they're they're showing the inside of a telescope and the i don't recall ever seeing the conceit being uh, twin concentric circles inside of a a circle you know an iris view of the of this the ocean so that's a rather unusual mm-hmm. way to represent a telescope i don't those concentric circles are an interesting addition yeah i'm trying to think because it because it reminded me of like when they do the shot from in a sub, but then there would also be the line with the yeah, little degree yeah, notching. Yes. You have a targeting, the targeting range thing. thing. Yeah. 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 So I don't, I don't know if they're just showing where it's a screen safe or it just sort of. <laughs> that sort of reminded me of inside of a camera where it's you know screen safe. But uh, uh, that beautiful, that beautiful brass telescope. I know it's a prop, but it's just gorgeous. You want to have it in the corner of your office. Oh yeah, the uh, sun glinting off it as he looks through. <laughs> I could I could drink some orange soda and play with that telescope. I'd be fine with that. Yeah, this is our. We finally see our jump soda, jump yes. cola, <laughs> <laughs> the orange soda of infamy. And I love. We are going to get to talk a lot about representation and <laughs> things that maybe seemed like not a big deal in the late '80s that are now frowned upon. But as a kid, the fact that they make decorations out of their orange soda cans just delighted me to no end. <laughs> <laughs> well, care- carefully covered in the uh, exposition backstory of of the people mm-hmm. who populate the island, so it's not it's not as offensive as possibly could be. I think that's like in my mind, I was always like, "Yeah, they're made up. That makes it okay." And then in researching for <laughs> yeah, this movie and like not. thinking, like sitting back from my love of this movie and thinking about, it, I'm like. Oh, that yeah. doesn't excuse anything. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a, a tricky bit, um, but you know it, it gives you the opportunity to talk about cargo cults and the uh, the use of spam in the Micronesian culture and uh, Melanesian <laughs> culture, and uh, you can even go. What's the? Uh, we're probably getting ahead of ourselves in minutes, but the uh, the Prince Philip cult of Western. My my wife knows oh, more about this. No, than I, do. I remember hearing about that, but I don't remember any of the details. It was what is 
because I know all the words you're saying, and I am in. I don't oh. even know what this is, but well, there, there, if if I'm right now, I'm doing this. I'm doing without the benefit of Wikipedia. If I remember, it's um Tanunu, the the country code in the internet is .dot tv. It's Tavulu. That uh, sounds right. There but is something they, like that. Yeah. They believe that uh, Prince Philip, who's the Duke of Edinburgh, married to Queen Elizabeth, is uh, is God or is a divine entity. And is a god? Yes. A yes. god. Yeah. And they have like well, gigantic for it's a small a small populated item, and they thought that he was going to come and visit or something. And they had uh, he was married to the Queen, and at the time, I think the islands that was part of this were part of the British Empire, and there were pictures of Prince Philip in all the embassies, and he was commonly seen and the people there believed that uh he was i'm gonna get the story wrong so correct me correct me in a future episode but (laughs) like the ambassador to their island asked the prince because he was he was like very popular in Ireland because they send a signed picture and he sent a big, like a big framed picture and that picture started being venerated on the island and then it just got completely out of hand and it's just one of the cargo cult things and it just, that, that's what struck me with this carrying orange soda to its, you know, extreme here that they were trying to talk about the, uh, the Prince Philip worship of, of the island cargo culture. So that's I'm probably far afield of what what's the actual thing, but if I'm sure but everybody, I love that, yeah, so but it's I'm relevant. Down. Yeah, Every, yeah, everybody out there with Wikipedia can go look it up, and you know, I should. <laughs> I, I, I and this is folks. Whenever you're doing stuff like this, always look stuff up first before you start talking about it on a podcast. <laughs> I'm on public Wi-Fi, and I just can't imagine, like, what the hotel would think if I start Googling Prince Philip cult in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. It, Nancy, have you looked while I'm talking? Sometimes you no, do that. I, I No, I haven't. Okay. I'm afraid I disconnect myself while I'm doing That's, that. I, yeah. I, I, don't have, I don't have need, good luck we need with the podcasting. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, tune, tune in on Friday's episode, and we'll... <laughs> There we we'll go. Give you, we'll give we'll, you an update we'll study on, up. <laughs> on that, and I'll probably get it right and have to apologize about what... <laughs> <laughs> but yes, there really is. There really is a group of people somewhere in uh, Oceania who worship Prince Philip as a deity. That did is they, did amazing. they mention that on the um, the series that we were watching about the royals? Did they about I, Queen Elizabeth? I don't recall it being. On, it I'm may have been sure. on there. I'm not sure. I've heard it referenced recently somewhere. Anyway, that's yeah. um, yes, cargo cults. And it, it, as I recall later, there was. Um, uh, Michael O'Donohue, who was one of the original writers of Saturday Night Live, he did a movie called uh, Mike, uh, Mr. Mike's Mondo Video, and he <laughs> he had kind of a, uh, a a put on of that called uh, where uh, people in uh, the smallest island of Hawaii uh, worship Jack Lord as a living god, and they they would sing A Mighty Fortress is Our Jack Lord. And, well, wasn't uh, there also there was a, a movie something about a Coca-Cola bottle or can got dropped on an island and... Oh, that's The Gods Must Be Crazy. Yeah, that one. Yeah. That, it made me think of that, too, in a way. Classic. Yeah, classic movie. Um, classic. You have a funny definition of classic. Yeah, I think I think it won it. I think uh, The Gods Must Be Crazy won at cons. I will look this up and ch- tune in Friday and we will talk and I'll, I'll have all my notes together for that kind of stuff. Yes, I would try and look these things up myself, except that with one hand I'm holding the cord firmly into my laptop because with the other hand I'm trying to pet the dog and keep her quiet. So... <gasps> You're doing the Lord's work. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I've written down Prince Philip. What else did I uh, – Prince Philip and God's and must be God's crazy. And God's must be crazy. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're here. You're here. This is how podcasting is made, children. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, I will look that up. That's my Friday homework. Okay. (laughs) Yes, this is the last one. And we get our first glimpse of the... So we get the Islander, air quotes, looking through the telescope, drinking some orange soda, alerting the island. And this, like, echoing over the island is fantastic and we yes. see little island with a big volcano on top yes yes which is it's, it's i think it's a salute to the thunderbirds the old uh, jerry anderson guy it's so <laughs> it's so 60s thunderbirds or gosh that's it also looks like the end of uh you only live twice the bond movie which was a nice hollowed out volcano that would explode you have gotten so many references out of this one minute of screen time it's a great <laughs> little film it's and I, you have to honor the or honor the movies that they're honoring and this, this is right out of the end of uh, of you only live twice there's probably a frame by frame comparison c- could be made <laughs> for it we won't go frame by frame minute by no. minute is enough for <laughs> no, us no that's but... that's just beyond yes <laughs> And ending with a beautiful sunset. I think it's one of the prettiest sunsets. Yeah. And that's when we were looking through the telescope, I kept getting distracted because I was like, I need to think of other examples. And I'm like, look at how pretty it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so biased. I do love this is the minute. I love the way like she is having an emotional moment after he tells her that these people who she's worked with for who knows how long are gone dead. Yeah. The bottom of the ocean with her boat. He goes, at least we still have my trunks. Yes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, it'll it'll end better for them. This is the low point for her, but they're on to bigger and better things. So. And she's, whoa, no, it's the next minute. Just kidding. They're still looking somewhat apprehensive in the sunset. Yeah. Which, by the way, the sun is setting. Sun. So, yeah. I yeah, just we'll, realized we'll, that. Um, we'll talk about this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so on the island, it is very... So we first see her, and I think I always did read it when he's first talking to her as, oh, it must be sunrise because he passes... The moon is coming up. He passes out. It goes black, and then it like very slowly comes up on her. It's really well done, I think. I think it's well paced. Okay, but... Are they, I mean, it just, the, the crossovers of time here. I'm thinking this is where Alex Kurtzman and J.J. Abrams, when they were growing up, saw this and go, you know, you don't have to think about time on the island. And then, uh, you know, they put together Here's the lost. problem, though. The time on the island is day, and the time happening behind them is not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the light on the person at the telescope, the light on the island, and the light on the raft are all... And there are multiple lights on the raft. Yes, it's yes. It's, and it's it's only going to get worse in tomorrow, in uh, the next minute. So just, you know, hang on to your luggage. <laughs> Every time of day you can watch. Yeah, hang on to your trunks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, well, before I let you go and study up, you've given yourself homework for Friday. I swear, I usually try not to do that to our guests. I know, and there's more to talk about in, on Friday, so it's going to be jam-packed. I'll get it all done in the first couple of minutes, so tune in. We'll, I'll, I'll, I won't keep you in too suspense too much. This is going to be fascinating. I cannot wait to see it. In the meantime, if you want to hear some more research from Jim, check out Airport Minute. I just almost said Airplane Minute. I'm so sorry. I'm one of those people. <laughs> Airport Minute, the Rocketeer Minute, and Apollo 13 Minute. Yes, and more to come. Plenty of research and actual science on those. Those movies care about what time it is. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we got to go get to Googling. But thank you very much for having (laughs) us on today. Yeah, and uh, listeners, you can check out more of us. If you go to growlermedia.com, we are one of a few Movies by Minutes podcasts. And if you go to Movies by Minutes podcasts, you'll find over 100, over 150 
maybe coming up on 200 it's i don't know there. a it's lot a lot <laughs> <laughs> so we'll all have plenty to keep us busy until the next episode of joe versus the minute now i don't know i don't know i don't know where i'm gonna go when the volcano blows let me say now i don't know Wow, something is really different. I'm a growler.